Hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Kyle Cruz, and you're listening to the Case at the Movies podcast for Thursday, 26th of October, 2017. How are ya? It's been a, um, quite a, quite a, quite a busy week, actually. Quite a, doing a lot of shit, getting a lot of fucking, uh, shit done. Uh, now, the, uh, I think the last one was a, um, an episode, didn't do one half of last week, because I just, nothing really happened, I guess, so I didn't really have to <laughs> update it, um, update anything, but um, I thought I'd do a podcast today, because a lot of things have happened, and I want to talk about a specific show of mine, uh, of mine, uh, that I watched on Netflix, uh, called Mindhunter, um, produced by David Fincher, created by Joe Panel, and... Um, he directed, David Fincher directed the first three episodes, I'm pretty sure. Um, people are calling it, like, it's David Fincher's show, but, well, he did executive produce, executive produce it, um, but it's created by Joe Panel, and no one's, like, really mentioning that it was, yeah, created, most of the episodes are directed by, uh, himself or other collaborators as well. Fincher did the first three, but, um, anyway, I'll get to that. That, that'll be the main, um, try to be the main focus of this episode, and I'll uh, talk about that, the TV show, I know, surprising, talking about a TV show instead of a movie, but uh, this, this uh, TV show is quite um, fascinating and interesting, I just had to talk about it on here, but, wow, what the fuck has been going on with me, well, I had quite the week last week, quite the week, uh, is an understatement, <laughs> Is an understatement. Um, well, where do we start? Uh, so it started off with the film, and uh, that was—I mean, that was—that um, was Monday, and I was having—I was having such a great time. And then Monday night, my lead actress drops out on me, um, choosing to do corporate work over me instead of doing uh, the film. Uh, you know, paid paid work, so. You know, kind of, kind of understood that. Um, I kind of understood that, but uh, yeah, it just sucks anyway. So close to the shoot, but um, you know. So you know, I, I had to scramble to um, replace that person and trying to find a new person for it. And um, so I was mostly doing that from about Monday to Thursday, trying to do that. And then um, Tuesday rolls around. It's just a nothing day. Um, I'm pretty sure I, uh, I've got this app here called, uh, Dahlia that really helps with, um, really helps with, um, I guess, it's a silly, like, it's, it's, I don't know, it's a silly weird, it's a weird thing to do for, like, for your mental state, but it actually kind of helps me out a lot, um, and it's, you just put your, like, your daily entries in, you say that, uh, it's like a journal, but, like, I write, it did have to, like, write, like, a journal entry, like you're writing a diary. So I usually do about a couple of dot points, and uh, that's it. That's what I talk about. Um, and you, you got to say like what you were feeling that day as well. So we go if we track back to fucking what Monday, um, Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday was good because I got some work done uh, that I had to do for the film. I had to print some stuff out at office work, so I went and did that, and then uh, line the script as well. But then I had to write, an- write another one. And then, because Monday I did some, I did the uh, damage control, and then I got some, uh, around, like, Tuesday, early Tuesday morning, I'd say Tuesday lunchtime, 
Tuesday night, I got more people interested in the uh, in the film. I'd, I had to like put a few more ads up on a couple of pages, and then um, I got some more people interested in the film. Uh, Wednesday was a fucking shit show. Um, <laughs> God damn. So what uh, happened was trying to lock, we're trying to lock lock down. Obviously, we're trying to lock down a location for. Um, hang on a second. Just got to get rid of this for a second. Get out of this. This is annoying me. There we go. So we're trying to lock, uh, trying to uh, lock down a location for the film, and uh, I'd, I'd um, looking for these different websites, and we come across this nice place on Airbnb in Newtown, and I um, it said there was nothing about like no parties or events or anything, but I was, it looked really nice, and it looked like kind of like the ideal house we wanted to. Um, we wanted to uh, shoot in, so uh, my DP advised me to message the dude and messaged him. Um, you know, butted him up a little bit, and then he um, was. Oh, in a second, the best. <laughs> I've I've no idea. I I've not turned on the PowerPoint to uh, charge the laptop. Hold on a second. There you go. Just a quick uh, flick of the switch. That's all it takes. Uh, yes, yeah, so... Fuck. I, I, I message him. And, and then he just starts, like, making these fucking... These fucking bullshit demands, like... Saying, like, oh, well, how... Uh, I want to see the script and everything, which is... Oh, but that's understandable. Uh, wouldn't let us go see the house because, you know, um... Apparently, Airbnb's policy, which I think, um, I guess, if you're coming from like internationally, or if you're um, coming from, I don't know, somewhere far away, you kind of see the place and you look at the photos and you're like, oh, okay, this place looks good. All right, let's get, let's sort that out. But uh, I thought he could like bend the rules a bit for like film because like we got to see the location, we got to see the location first, and then we got to see if we can shoot in that location, and then. Um, and see if, like, see if it's, uh, good enough, and, um, we can, like, you know, my DP needs to be in that, that place, it's, it's good to do a recce, it's, it's a normal thing for a film crew to do a recce before they, uh, shoot in a certain location, so it's kind of like a recce kind of thing, and he said, and, uh, didn't get back to me for a while, but he opened the booking window up, the booking window's about, um, 24 hours, this is the anybody who hasn't used Airbnb before, so what you do is, uh, you book the place, and no, they they they, uh, inv- they invite you to book it. You get a twenty-four hour window where you where you can book it. And I was like, oh, okay. So I just thought if you book it, it's just going to be booked. You just book it. You don't pay for it yet. But no, that's not the way fucking Airbnb works. You uh, have to book it, but you got to pay the money up front first. And then the money doesn't go into their account until your first day. But, like, what if I've already paid that, and then our first day, like, we, like we kind of just, like, oh, well... Because, first of all, he's not letting us see the location, not letting us do a fucking recce before we go in there. So, it's just, uh, it's just pointless. And then he just starts spanning all this bullshit, like, do we need to get, like, floor coverings, I guess? Um, is there going to be a food fight? He's acting like this fucking house is his baby. He's been a fucking... Yeah. 
I showed that, like, I, I was telling my first day about him, he, he, he said he sounded like a fucking cockhead. So, um, he told me to give him the flick, but I was still conferring with uh, my, D, my DOP and everything about it, um, all that stuff. Uh, she was quite unavailable during the time. And then, uh, I got, I eventually got onto her. And... She said, oh, what, I'm really confused with what he's saying. It, I just, uh, I can't find location because once you fucking miss the booking window, they fuck off and you can't talk to them again. So, uh, he was just acting like a grade A fucking cunt. There's that, there's, there we go. Um, yeah, he's, that was the, it's the perfect word. He just acts, he was acting like a, like a dickhead. He asked all these questions. I guess he thought the film was going to make money, even though I told him it was a fucking student film. So I guess he thought the film was going to make money and he was going to be like, he wanted us to promote his fucking house. Like, get the fuck out of here. Fine, I will give you, I might give you a special mention in the credits, but I'm not going to fucking promote your house and put your address up and and go, go on Airbnb and all that stuff to go. Fuck the right, fuck off with that fucking bullshit, honestly. Um, so yeah, after that, he, and then he started, he acts like a fucking douche, like he goes, I hope you've learned a lesson from it, oh fuck, piece of shit, so I'm glad I don't have to fucking deal with him again, because he was, uh, he was the good old cunt of the week, and, um, yeah, that really put a damper on everything else, and that, that, that went from, like, Wednesday to Thursday, and that was just, fuck, that was hell, um, to go through all that, stressing the whole time, I did not sleep as much as I wanted to, um, and, uh, yeah, the whole time I was just fucking stressing, uh, I was stress eating as well, so I put on a bit of weight, which is, um, not that, um, great, but, um, yeah, I just hope, hope it was going to get better, um, I think it was, what did I make? Try to make I tried to make a meal and I just couldn't I just couldn't be bothered because I was in such a state where I was just I don't know I, I didn't I didn't speak to anybody um, I only spoke to the, uh, people that actually messaged me and then asked me what's going on but everybody else who uh, like my close friends and everything didn't message them and only the people that really knew what was going on were my DAP and my first AD and uh, my best mate back in Newcastle so. Um, I guess the, um, that went to, what, what did that go, that went from Wednesday to Thursday, just looking at this journal, because the journal's the one that's fucking let me know what's going on here, because I've forgotten exactly what is happening on. Alright, so, so Thursday, in the day, right, I go to get some groceries, because I want to make, you know, I'll make some food, I'm watching some cooking channels, I've been getting really into cooking lately, so... I um, got onto YouTube, looked at um, this cooking channel. Uh, Brothers, what is it? Brothers Green Eats, I think it is. And um, watched them make some stuff. They got some really cool videos on there. And uh, and like they make some good, good fucking food. So I was like, all right, I think I can do that. So I kind of followed this like recipe I was watching on the show, and uh, went to the I went to the IGA. And, uh, bought... No, fuck, I'm gonna sneeze. <coughs> um, went to the IGA. And I bought some ingredients I can do to put it together and make something. Anyway. My card gets fucking declined. 
and I was like, what the? I was like, that's weird. I've never never been to climb before, and it's, it can't be expired. It, it uh, expires in 2021. What's going on? Um, card gets expired. I can't get the groceries. She goes, why don't you go get some money out and see if you can do that. So I go to the ATM. Uh, can't get the money out. But then it says... And then my card doesn't come out. It goes, we have kept your card for security reasons. And then the uh, card doesn't come out of the slot. And I was, and then I just like, after that, I'm just like, what is going on? And then everyone around me, like, I look back and everyone around me is just like, well, what the hell happened, man? He goes, oh, I don't want to go on the internet ATM. It just ate your card. And then like, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, fuck, don't, don't know that one. That one just eats everyone's. The guy next to me, there's two ATMs. Oh, there's one on the left, one on the right. I was on the one on the left. And the guy on the right got his stuff out. So everyone's lining up for the fucking one on the right. And everyone, everyone's ignoring the one on the left. Uh, that was the one I got the money out of. And, um... <laughs> it's just this dude goes, That guy works at the bank. He points over the cross of the road. This guy in a backpack. He's kind of walking down the road. He goes, That guy works at the bank. Go and get him. I'm like, Fuck, alright. <laughs> so I went and chased him. And, um... <laughs> I catch up to him, he goes, oh, there's a bank closed, he goes, oh, yes, we closed at four, I was like, oh, shit, I was like, uh, when do you guys open tomorrow, he goes, nine o'clock, and he's like, he has to go, so I'm like, alright, then I'll come in, come in tomorrow, and, like, open, uh, I'll see what's going on, and he was like, alright, he has no the fuck idea what I'm talking about, and I haven't, because I haven't explained to him yet that my card has been eaten, <laughs> I just said, I'll go see what's going on, and he's, he's just like, oh, yeah, righto, mate, <laughs> just fucking fucks off, um, anyway, again, I don't sleep again that night, um, terrible sleep. Actually, no, actually, yeah, didn't sleep at all at that night again. Stress again. Not good for you, people. Not good for you. Um, take a page out of, like, the book. I should have been taking a page out where you just, just relax and chill out for a minute. Because, um, life may be short, but these, it's not as short as you don't have time to fucking take some time out to yourself and relax. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not going to keep fucking going at, like, um, such a fast pace. Where you're like, I'm going to get this shit done, I'm going to get this shit done, I'm going to get this shit done. It's good to get stuff done, but it's also good to take out uh, time for yourself, which I didn't do, which I should have done. And I was advised to do as well by mates, but I didn't do it. Um, so this takes me to Friday morning. Um, I go to get the money out, I explain my situation, he goes, we can't get the money out because it's, we can't get your card out of the machine because it's, it's, it belongs to this other bank, and we can't get it out because we don't know what kind of card that is, and I was like, oh, fuck it, alright, I was like, can I make an account with you guys, and then, they were, and he was just like, oh, yeah, 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 um, he goes, yeah, I'll set that up for you, set, sets me up a free account, that's all gets sorted, uh, the idea was for mum to transfer about um, some money from her account to that account so I could have some money for the weekend and actually fucking eat something and survive for the weekend. Um, because at the moment I can't access that account because I don't have a fucking card yet and it hasn't, hasn't come yet since I've uh, sent my written request in. And... Yeah, so I, I do that. He goes, alright, so set that up. She'll put the money in. I go back home at 11... Because uh, this bank's for us right from my house. So I just go back um, and I tell mum to put some money in. She puts the uh, the uh, money in and then I go 
back to the bank around two because it takes a, might take her an hour to go get in there. She thought, go back to the bank at two. Go to the lady, uh, the teller, and I was like, I need to get some money out of this account, give them the number and the password and shit. And then she's like, oh, sorry, because this is a new account, it's going to take uh, 24 hours for the money to come out, um, to go out of that account into yours and actually appear. So it's been transferred, but it can't appear in your account. Um, it, has, it hasn't been 24 hours yet. So once it's 24 hours, the money will be in the account. I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, oh my god, I was a wreck by this point. Absolute fucking shell. Uh, just, just dragging my fucking body across the ground, just like lifeless. I was like, this, this is honestly the worst week of my life. I think this is the worst week of my life, honestly. And, um, so I'm like, alright. She goes, the problem is... There's no banks uh, open on the weekend. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, great. She goes, the only bank available is the one in the CBD, and it closes at two. And I was like, well, I can get up for that and um, get there the two. Get there by 2 p.m. And but, or, 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 um, also, at the same time, I still haven't activated my SIM card on my phone because I need to... First of all, I can't ring them because I don't have a phone near me or no, nothing's available. Everybody else is working on sets. Uh, my roommates aren't fucking here. One's in Europe. One's fucked off. I don't know who gives a fuck. And, um, you know, there's no access to a phone. So I, I'd, I'd figured, I was like, I'll just go to Optus and get it. I ring, I'll use their phone or they can just do it for me. Um, but I don't have an Opal, I don't have any money in the Opal card to get there, and that, that's what the money was for. The money was to, for a grocery slash money for the um, Opal. So uh, I put the, um, that was the plan to get money on that card, so then I could go to activate my SIM and sort of that stuff out. So, ladies and gentlemen, I don't sleep, I, I get little, very little sleep that Friday night as well. Very little sleep. Um, and then I get up at, I think it was 11, because I had to wait till the money went in, it was had to be 24 hours, and I think mum put the money in around 11, 30, 12, so I get up at 11, and, um, I think it was 11, maybe 11, 30, and then I take the train to the city, and, uh, get all that sorted out, so I got to the city by, uh, I had to, I had to get some work done here for a bit. And then I went to, got to the city by uh, 12.30, I think. And I uh, went to the, went to the um, Combank. And then I went to uh, get get the money out that uh, my mum put in there. And the guy was like, oh, well, if you don't have a card, have you tried this cardless cash thing? And I was like, oh, what's this cardless cash thing? So I'm on my phone. And then I, uh, I'm using their Wi-Fi because I don't have 4G. I'm going across, and he goes, this is how we set it up, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, so the phone will send an SMS. And I was like, oh, fuck's sake. Oh, fuck's sake. Um, sorry, sir. Explain my situation. He's like, oh, right. Uh, why don't you take a seat? And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm going to sit down. By this time, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to fucking cry because of all the shit that I've been going through. And this um, really nice lady comes by, and she's like, you the guy with the... Uh, wants to get the money out it doesn't have a phone or a card and I was like yep and she goes alright follow me takes me through the security gate 
and then I get money out. Finally get the money out. We have a little chat about uh, what I do and everything, and she's like, oh, great. And then, you know, have a nice little exchange, get the money out. See you later. Uh, I go straight over to Optus. Straight over to Optus, and I'm like, look, I need to get this SIM card activated. Can you do it? Can I do it? I'm going to use your phone. He goes, oh, I can do it myself. I was like, so why couldn't I do it? Like, even though I got the, um, first of all, my account was suspended, so I needed to pay, I needed to pay all that off. Um, all that, I think it was like more than, uh, it was, it was a large amount. Had to pay all that off. Um, I couldn't do it, so mum ended up doing that. Uh, so, and then, uh, then I could do it. Uh, but then at this time, but that, that was, um, that was Tuesday and that was, I didn't have money to get Opal because th the bank situation happened on, um, no, I was, I was doing the, um, what was I doing? The, uh, I was dealing with that fucking Airbnb situation by that, by that time. Um, on the, on the Wednesday. So, yeah, immediately the day he goes, oh, no, I can do it. Um, do you have your number? I was like, yeah, here's my number. Damn, it's so fucking easy. He gets it done just like that. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is taking a while. And then, so all done there, leave Broadway, all happy. We've done, we've got everything done. Everything has fucking been sorted. I get back home to sort out my situation with my uh, bank back in Newcastle. Um, and she was like, so the reason um, we did this, and someone had tried to hack my fucking bank account. Someone had tried to access it and were buying things in the United States. And um, thank God they had put a stop to it. She said their security team had tried to contact you, but we couldn't do it. I was like, yeah, I don't have a phone. Um, which, um, thank God that's been fixed because that had been annoying for me, but uh, very annoying for other people too because they've been trying to contact me, but they couldn't do it because I don't... I, haven't got the SIM card activated yet, uh, which now I have, and it's kind of um, helped. Kind of helped everyone. Uh, right. So Saturday, fixed everything, went home happy, and had a quite an adequate sleep. Sunday, I slept like a fucking baby. Slept all day, because everything had been done. Oh, I was so relieved. Um, but on that day as well, I had to my SIM card, got that ready, got out, had to put everyone's number in as well, and um, everyone's number, like literally everybody's number because it's a brand new SIM card, and now I've learned to save the numbers to the SIM card, not the fucking device, so learned a lot of lessons uh, last week, learned a lot of lessons, went through a lot of shit, the worst shit I've ever been through in my life. Um, uh, both emotionally, mentally exhausted the whole time. Didn't sleep. Stressed out like a motherfucker. And uh, didn't have no time to chill because I was just too wrapped up and just trying to get all this shit done. Um, so my advice would be, and my takeaway from this experience would be, even if you're going through all this shit, even if you're... You've got so much shit on the table that you need to get it out of the way. There's always time to message someone and let someone know how you're doing because they're going to be there for moral support and they're going to be there to help you out and try to get you through it. I know I still talk to my DP and my first AD, but I had many of many friends that I could have talked to, um, but I, that I didn't. And uh, I think it would have been great for me to message them and try to, you know, um, have a conversation with them and be happy, but I didn't 
do that. And I've, I regret that now. And I should have done that. So that's my advice to anybody else uh, who's listening. If you're going through that, if you're having the worst week of your life, um, your family's there, your friends are there, and people that are there that, that are going to love you and support you 100%. So make sure you do reach out to them and let you know how you're doing because if you just curl up to a ball and just cry, which is literally what I did on Saturday was I just collapsed in my office chair in my room and then just bawled my eyes out into my hands because everything had been done everything had been completed but I was still I was so fucking exhausted that um, it had reached that point so yeah just tell someone you need to tell someone and that's why they have that are you okay day by the way because there's many people out there that are going to be doing that are going to be struggling with those kind of things and I'm going to be in that kind of mind space so and that's why you do message your friends often uh, if you don't do it often yeah message your friends and ask them how they're doing because you never know what's going on with them and you might um, talk about some things that um, maybe you never talked about before or um, I don't know even if, even if that person's like an acquaintance just say like how you doing um, what's going on are you feeling okay and then they're going to let you know, or they're going to not let you know. It's it's really up to them to how comfortable they feel sharing information with you. And um, yeah, you just got to see what see what happens. So should have done that, didn't do it. We'll do it next time. Um, I don't know if I just hope that I'm not. I don't <laughs> come across a week that tops that because that was that was that was hell. That was hell on earth for me. Um, right, what else was going on? That was it. That was that week. Um, still no location yet for the film, which I've got to sort out, but I'm getting together with, um, Deep, my DP on Friday, and we're going to have a whole day together and work that out, work some other things out as well. Um, had my first rehearsal today as well with the actors, the new actors, so I got a brand new actress on board for the role of Elaine, which I'm fucking, thank God, and, um, my other actor hasn't pulled out yet, fuck yeah, hopefully he doesn't do it, but I've got faith that he won't, they both won't, um, we had a great first rehearsal today, getting to know each other and everything, um, I like to do, the way I like to do rehearsals is, uh, the first rehearsal I like to have a chat, get to know each other, um, what's your favourite movies, music, all that stuff, uh, my go-to is the movies and music, and, um, uh, TV shows as well. So we talked about that stuff, um, even life experiences as well. And uh, you know, you, you just got to get to know them, and then that, that, that way you have you got a um, a rapport with them that you can build on throughout the next couple of rehearsals. And um, and that's how you, you know that's how you build your build your piece. You work with them to um, to um, tweak their performances and get it all right. But the first rehearsal to me is always just chatting with them and maybe having a cold read at the end. So chatting with them and get to know them and at the end um, having a bit of a cold read and talking about different aspects of the script and dialogue um, and all that stuff. We did change a few bits of the dialogue today and um, had to clear up a few things. Uh, we also cleared up costumes as well, which I've got to talk to my DP about. I don't have a production designer on this project, so um, I'll just be doing that myself. There's a lot of things I'm doing myself, actually. And 
yeah, this is the hardest I've ever worked in my life. In my life. <laughs> um, and I'm not talking about a fucking 11-hour shift at Macca's. This beats that by miles. Um, Jesus. So that was all good. I think we went from 11 to about uh, quarter to three. So that was a good good amount of time. And we managed to get a lot of shit done. I hopefully I get a rehearsal. Um, I can't get one done tomorrow because I'm going to be um, just resting up tomorrow. Today was a kind of... Um, because I had very little sleep. I was on set on Monday uh, for my, my mate's film. Um, I was continuity. Great, great set. Uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good film. I'm confident that's gonna be a good film. Even though it's not my own, but um, I'm really excited to see that to see how it turns out. Um, then we did a lot of stunts um, on that one. Uh, not a lot, sorry. Um, just like one sequence, and it was really cool to see that. Like plates crashing, shit falling to the table. It was insane. Uh, and these guys don't give a fuck when they get hit. They don't they don't care. Like this guy got hit with a plate on his face, cuts his face open. Cuts his face up, and then he gets. Um, he's, he's the coordinator. He's the, he's the stunter himself. Gets his face cut open. The coordinator tries to use because the actress, I guess, wasn't strong enough to, or wasn't. I guess she wasn't too. Oh, what's the word? Um, hesitant about hitting the plate against his. Uh, even though he's wearing an elbow pad, I don't think she wanted to like do it at full force because it would break and she might hurt her hand maybe. So the the coordinator ended up doing it himself, and then when he actually did it, he actually cut his hand open. Uh, very deep cut on his um, right hand and uh, fucking there was blood everywhere blood 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 on the crooked bat that was used in it as well these guys just like they're like walls they're like oh fuck alright it's got cut in the face if that was me I'd be like get a fucking towel get a bandage get the first aid kit but these guys was like alright let's go uh, take two everyone Yeah, so that was good. Uh, the first day was good. We were at uh, Redfern Park for the first day, and then the second day we were at this place um, in Kingsford, near Mascot, I'm pretty sure. And that was cool. And I ended up staying over the um, the second night because I had to go straight to Surrey Hills to do the rehearsal. So I had about a couple hours sleep for there, and then um, went to the rehearsal. Um, I let everybody know I was I, I'd been tired. And uh, came back home and just fucking, just like crashed on the bed. And I had just only woken up at um, 11 o'clock tonight. So I'm going to be up, I'm going to be up pretty much for the rest of the night. Um, and hopefully fall asleep again around like 5 maybe. And then get, an up, get a little bit of a sleep in until about 1. And then um, I'll do some washing up. I've got to wash the clothes as well. Um, so tomorrow's like a rest day. Even though Wednesday is our rest day, on um, even though Wednesday is our rest day on our shoot schedule, uh, tomorrow will be my rest day because I do rehearsals today. And this guy that was supposed to shoot Thursday and Friday has moved his shoot from Saturday to Sunday, so I kind of get three days rest if you don't count having that rehearsal. But I don't know, it's still cool to hang out with those guys. And um, Thursdays there'll be nothing on Friday working with my DP for my own film. <coughs> yeah, so Thursday and Friday, no, Saturday and Sunday, I'm going on to Carlingford. Uh, I'm not sure what the place is called, but it's like out out in the bush. And um, yeah, 
I'm excited about that, but I gotta get up at like four, fucking four thirty in the morning to um to do it. And uh, that ain't fun. <laughs> Getting up at four thirty had fun. I'm gonna take two trains, uh, one to Redfern, one from Redfern to Parra, and then I'd go. I don't know how to get to fucking Carlingford from Parra. Hopefully someone can pick me up. I got a mate who lives in Parra, so he can um hopefully he can take me to Carlingford. Um. Is there a station that goes to Carlingford? I'm not too sure. I should have trip viewed that, but I didn't do it. I didn't trip view it. I should have done that, but I didn't do it. Um, so that's happening. Uh, that's happening Saturday and Sunday. Another set I got to work on. Um, but I'm just glad I get those good days rest. And I uh, got that day with my DP on Friday, so that's great. Monday and Friday, non- Monday and Tuesday, the week after next week. Um, Monday, Tuesday, next week. I've got those days off too, so I've got plenty more time to work my DP for that and more time to buy stuff with the budget money, which I actually need to actually transfer from one account to the other because, the, um, as I said, I don't have a card and that doesn't come for a while, but I'm still also waiting on my other card from this bank in Sydney. Uh, but now I've got this cardless cash up, which I can do because I have activated my SIM card. So made that easier for myself, thank God but have to wait for the other card to come. But So I'm just going to, what I'm going to do is just put that money over the other account and use that, see how we go there. I've got some, I've put a, I've got a list, I've got a stuff I've got to buy. Already bought a costume for one of the characters. So that's um, 112 down. Uh, the budget, we have a budget of 2030, I'm pretty sure. And, um, and also, I still haven't got a fucking safety report back from this dude who, which I sent like three weeks ago, the fucking script for the safety report. Still haven't got a fucking email back from him yet about the, um, yeah, to be the script being feasible. So I need to really get on his ass and just like, look, I need to, I need the safety report. I need the safety sign off because I can't do this until I've done, I've done this, get got this done. I can't get this film done before I, you know, get the safety done because you know safety's first, right? So, yeah, doing that Monday and Tuesday, I've got more more days on my DP. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sorry. And then Thursday, Friday is shoot. And then um, Saturday is, might be rest, who knows. There's a concert going on Saturday also at Art Factory, a free gig. So I might, might go to that, actually. Let's see what's going on there. Let's go with some new bands, maybe. Um, fucking summer... Sonalaga is having a um, having a free gig on October 28th, which I'm pretty sure is Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it is. Um, October 28th, we've got Cub Sport and Middle Kids playing at Bondi at the Bucket List. So, um, hopefully... Oh, I won't be able to make that one. Fuck! I just realised I won't be able to make that... <laughs> Because I was on set. Oh, that's right. Because I planned it before he changed the dates from the Saturday to the Sunday. When he had it on the Thursday and Friday, I'm like, oh, I swear, I've got Saturday for the for the um, the summer gig, the summer live gig with um, Middle Kids. I haven't listened to much of Cubsport, but I've listened to Middle Kids and I've seen Middle Kids twice live. So I've seen Little Kids live twice. Um, but I haven't listened to much of Cubsport, so I might give them a listen um, and see how they go on. But who knows? I'm probably not even going to go to the gig anyway. Because it starts at 1 and ends at, like, what, 6? And I'm pretty sure I'm going to be on set from... Call time of this set on Saturday is 7.30 in the morning. 
and that's why I got to get at 4.30 and take some trains, take the two trains from Delhi to um, Para or Carlingford. That's going to be so fun. I can't wait for those days. Wow. Uh, I actually, I can't wait, actually be, can't wait to be on that set and because I'm, I'm a good sound team, a good mate of mine. And, um, but yeah, I'm just not falling to looking up. I'm not a morning person, as everybody knows. I'm not a morning person. So, <laughs> yeah. That's um, fun, but also, yeah, God. And hopefully going to fit in more rehearsals as well before I shoot on Thursday and Friday. And it's all set in stone now. We can't change the date. Um, just like, because we're, we're originally going to change the date. If we're going to get this place in Newtown, which I talked about, um, if we're originally going to change the date, I was going to change it to the 1st and the 2nd, but now I can't do that. It needs to be the 2nd and 3rd now. All set in stone. And like that. So that's what's going on with the film. Um, just got to get it as soon as we find a location we're going to be sweet so hopefully that will get sorted out at the end of this week um, guys I started cooking I started cooking recently I started getting into cooking and um, I, started, I wanted to make like chow mein mince I think um, which is not that <laughs> hard to make but it's a good start um, even though I started really cooking when I started making spaghetti bolognese um, with fettuccine and um, I chucked the tomatoes in there, Woodchester sour sauce and um, what else have I got? Grated cheese or parmesan cheese, parmesan put in there. Uh, but I started, yeah, so I started moving on to new things. Um, I made chow mein mince early in the week and then on uh, fucking Sunday, Sunday I made deviled sausages. So that was fun, and I tasted oh, tasted beautiful, beautiful stuff, beautiful. Um, and I had no idea that uh, when cooking with rice, that it's going to stick to the pan, both the fucking pot and the pan. And I was like, Jesus Christ! I was not anticipating how much rice was going to be on the pot and the pan. I was not anticipating it at all. And uh, I saw all the stuff on there, and I, I try to wash it out. I'm like, how the fuck do you get this? I'm looking it up. This guy got to get vinegar. You got to get baking soda. I'm like, I don't have any of that shit. So I was like, put it in the sink. I went up, tried my own stuff. I put it in the sink. Put a lot of detergent in there. All the washing, um, laundry detergent in there, and I tried to wash it. Fuck, 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 hard as I could. And um, and then my, my message mom was like, what the fuck's going on? The rice is not coming from the pan. What's coming from the uh, pot either she's like just leave it in there soak it in the water overnight I'm like alright so I soak it in the water and of course I go to wash it the next day and it comes off like nothing so when you cook them with rice hot tip it's going to stick to the pan so um, just soak it overnight after you've cooked it or better yet when you're washing up uh, use vinegar and baking powder baking soda if you have that but I didn't have that in the house so I had to just soak it overnight and then ended up washing it in the morning um, doing a fresh new sink in the morning and then washing it in there and it all come off nice and easy. Tasted great too. Chow and mince tasted great. And uh, Stephen sausages tasted good too. But I fucking tell you, the stove in my flat is so fucking shit. It's like, oh man, it's it's so bad. It took me forty minutes to cook the fucking sausages. Forty minutes to cook the fucking things. So now I'm just going to use the portable grill, I think, and then just cook the sausages in there because I can't. I'm not waiting that long just for a meal that could that easily set on the box, and I could, and I know for sure that would have taken like 
10-15 minutes max, because I'd already cut up their vegetables and everything, and I chucked them in the pan. They cooked like nothing. It's weird, it's just sausages doesn't cook in that pan for some reason. So I'm going to chuck those in the grill next time, and then chuck them into the pot, and then now ch chuck the onions, uh, tomatoes, cabbage in. Um, <laughs> I don't think I had enough onion in there. I should have put more onion in there. But um, I wanted to add cabbage, because I like cabbage, so I added that cabbage to it, and it tasted really nice. So um, good stuff going on there. Um, I'll have to get more groceries though to make some more stuff. Um, what have I got in the freezer? I've got a, there's some chicken done to um, defrost. I've got some chicken Kiev as well, so I might try that. And I've got these. Uh, what was I going to make? I was going to make these cordon bleu. Cordon bleu. bleu. Or how do you, how do you say it? And make these. Uh, you, you, you put around a plate, you put like a dipping sauce in the middle. I don't know what it's called, but like you got to cook them. So I'm. Yeah, get into cooking lately. I'm really enjoying it. Really enjoying it. Just wish I had I um had some money so I could buy all these ing ingredients and um make some more stuff. But I've learned that you know if you go to a market or something like a fruit market, you can get it for cheap. Or better yet, go to Woolworths. At um, where's my nearest one? Nearest one's in Marrickville. I'm pretty sure. Uh, go to Woolworths and. Pickles recipes there, but I can't. I, if I get, if I get, I have to get milk from nearby because if I yeah, milk's not going to go the whole trip. That's, that's Marrickville's a whole bus trip from here, so that will take a while. So you're really enjoying that. Um, I've got, I've still got that cookbook from my 20th birthday last year that uh, I haven't used yet, and I'm probably going to get dig into that soon. So that's going to be next for some more stuff to use. Um, yeah, it's fun. Cooking shit's fun. Um. What else is going on? Right, yeah, let's get to it. Um, the main, even though the main, I just spent 40 minutes talking about everything that's been happening. Uh, what I wanted to talk about in this podcast was uh, Mindhunter, which is currently on Netflix. Um, I'm not sure what date it came out. I think it was October. What was it? Let me just look it up for a second. Um, I don't give a fuck. Piss off. Let's have a look. I think it was October. What was last... No, it wouldn't have been last. It would have been the week before, I think. Let's take a look. Let's give it a look. Uh, where's that release date? Show me. Give me, 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 give me. 13th of October. There we go. 13th of October come out. So that was... That was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. On the Friday. And I watched the first five episodes on the Friday, and then I watched the last five episodes on the Saturday. And I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, it's one of the best shows I've seen this year. It's such an interesting and fascinating topic, um, concept, even as it's uh, based off a book, I think. Um, I'm quite sure it's based off a book. And um, so it's about... In the late 1970s, where murders fucking fresh, all the murders around, everything was happening in the 1970s. People were fucking killing each other in the 1970s for some reason. That was like the hot shit. Zodiac Killer, BTK, um, Ed Kemper. Um, a lot of and a lot of these serial killers are lost murderers too. I think Bundy was 1972, wasn't he? Bundy had to be 1970 as well. Just gonna 
do a quick Google search. Yeah, nineteen seventies. Fuck me. Let's just let's just do a bit of do a bit of uh searching here. So Ted Bundy, what else have we got? You got John Wayne Gacy as well. Was he nineteen seventies too? I'm guessing he was. John Wayne Gacy. Uh thirty three, yep, between the nineteen seventies, yep. And Jeffrey Dahmer. Just trying to think of the big big names. Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, yep, yeah, 1970s. Late 1970s, though. 1980s, really. Killed 17 men and boys between... 1978 and 1991. Whereas, Gacy... He oh, actually, he killed 33 men and boys. It, it was Bundy that was killing women, I think. Bundy was, like, the good-looking man. Good-looking guy. Yeah, he was killing the women. Yeah. Yeah, dark time anyway. 1970s, fucking dark time. Um, everyone's, you know, people say like, oh, the 1970s, oh, they take me back. But also, all oh, the 1970s, everyone was killing everyone. <laughs> 1970s, you wouldn't want to go out the 1970s, I'll tell you. And you've also got the rise of the, um, 70s and 80s, got the rise of like, the porn industry and everything. But I'll tell you what, you wouldn't want to go outside um, after learning about all this stuff. You wouldn't want to go outside at all. Um, because of all the shit that was going on. Anyway, Hunter is a um, series of Netflix created by Joe Pennell. And um, produced by David Fincher. And I knew it was Fincher as soon as I saw the first episode. The way it was filmed, the way it was directed, I was like, this is Fincher. And uh, I knew it was Fincher while watching the trailer as well. But as, as soon as I start the fucking show, I'm like, this is Fincher. It's him. The way it's filmed, the way it's uh, the the color palette, the uh, the um, the color grade. Every it's so it's Fincher. It's so Fincher, and it was fucking awesome. Uh, very binge worthy show too. You can knock out. I reckon you can knock out the ten episodes if you were doing a binge. You can knock out the ten episodes easy. But um, I had to do some stuff during um, in between those watches. So five, first five episodes on the Friday, second five episodes on the on the uh, Saturday. And I had to do something in between those days, um, mostly for my film, actually. Uh, and it's about Agent uh, Holden Ford, and he's um, he makes he's a um, he's a professor in behavioral science uh, at the uh, local academy in uh, I think it was Quantico, yeah, um, in the FBI, <coughs> and. He meets this dude named Bill Tench, who also works in the behavioral science unit. And together, they go around and um, they do road school and teach um, police officers and all that stuff around the country about FBI and how and behavioral science and how serial killers work and everything. Um, because the aim of the game was, and they do it in all the trailers, is how do we catch crazy if we don't know how, what, what crazy thinks? And... Oh man, this it's such a it was such an interesting and fascinating series. If you love serial killers and fascinated by serial killers, if you listen to the serial podcast, uh, if you listen to any true crime podcast at all, Mindhunter is the show for you. It is oh blew me away. Um, I just I just learned as well as watching and just appreciating how it was shot and everything. It looked beautiful. The characters were great. 
Um, it was just fascinating to watch. And every episode I was looking forward to. Every, every, every episode was as good as the last. And it just got better. And I, I'm very happy it got... Um, uh, I'm very happy it got um, a renewal for season two. Because that was... Whew, that was good. Um... I'm pretty sure season two is going to focus on the. I think it was Atlanta. Mine was just season two. Uh, I'm hoping the BTK killer appears in season two because they're really like, fucking hell, they're really they really play on him throughout the whole um, first season. So I'm hoping the BTK killer. Um, which is bind, torture, and kill, or um, or also we'll go off his alias, which I think he called himself. Um, his name was Dennis. Um, somebody, what was his name? BTK. Um, let's just look up alias. Dennis Raider was his real name. First of all, they've nailed the fucking look of him too in the show. The guy who plays him is um, has nailed his look. Um, Dennis Rader was his real name, but he had, um, what was his alias? Bill Thomas Kilman, that's right. Bill Thomas Kilman was his alias, and that's why they called him the BTK killer, but it also, BTK stands for Bind, Torture, and Kill. So. And, uh, he'd been killing people in Kansas. And guess what? In the 1970s. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think season two of Mindhunter will be, pro hopefully we'll focus on him, but it also is going to focus on the Atlanta child murders, which, um, I have, honestly, I haven't done any research on. I'll tell you what, watching this show as well has really helped me out with my film as well, because it really got me into the mindset of Serial Killer, because my, my character, that of Brian, is, he is a, he's, he's a serial, he is a serial killer, and he has, a, he has an MO, and he's more of a, he is a lust murderer, like, they, because most of the killers and serial killers they, um, they investigate the show are called lust murderers, which they would use. They would kill people to have the sexual power over the victim because they never got that in the real life, and they felt. I guess they felt emasculated, especially men, especially men felt emasculated by female figures because of either like a traumatic past or just the way they were brought up. And it's just it, it was. Even though these people are insane, it's just fascinating to see how their mind works. Because um, crazy doesn't know they're crazy. The Atlanta Child murders happened in 1979 to 1981. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I won't spend my time looking at that just yet. I might look it up later. Um, but I, yeah, as soon as I heard season two was getting renewed, I was like, fuck yeah. And then I heard it was going to focus on the Atlanta Child murders. And I was like, oh yeah, cool, but are we going to focus on the BTK killer too? Because you've been teasing him the whole fucking season. Um, let's just, let's talk about directing. It's fantastic. Um, let's talk about how it's shot. It's beautiful. Let's talk about the uh, performances. They're fucking great. Jonathan Groff. Um, fantastic. I had not heard about this dude. I'm going to be honest, I have not heard about this dude, but I'm going to be paying some attention to him because he was really, really good in this. Um, I really loved um, Holt um, McCallany, if I'm saying your name right, sir, who uh, paid, who played Bill Tench, and I really loved Anna Torv, who played uh, Wendy. Uh, fantastic. Great stuff. Great stuff. 
And it's it's just so great that I knew it was um, that because you, you know it's Fincher as soon as he does the, the camera movement, a character gets up, the camera always follows him. Fincher seems to do that, and every time he just in uh, every time he directs, um, he wants the audience to move the character. So, um, especially you notice it in um, Girl for the Dragon Tattoo where uh, Daniel Craig's character. He uh, even if they get up, it, it, it's you can notice it's an easy way to notice there, but you notice it in other film, as more of his films as well. If he goes back to far um, as seven in Nightclub, Nightclub, what, <laughs> Fight Club, <laughs> um, just them moving. They, there's always there's tracking shots. There's always every time a um, a character would sit down or maybe or like go to stand up, the camera will always be following them. And uh, as soon as uh, this show started and the camera would follow that person, I was like, that's Fincher. That's it's it's uh, classic Fincher, as uh, you would say. Classic Fincher. Um, oh yeah, if you haven't seen it yet and you're fascinated by serial killers, or just if, if like just if you want a show to watch on Netflix, give Mindhunter a watch. It is absolutely incredible. Uh, one of the best shows I've seen this year, hands the fuck down. Incredible show. And I can't wait for season two. Um, Edmund Camper, wow, he's a scary dude. And I watched the real interview of him after that, and I was like, holy fuck, they nailed him in the show. The guy that plays Edmund Camper in the show, oh, hats off to you as well, man. He was, he's also just incredible. Um, Cameron Britton, his name is. He was just, wow. The way he talked, and I watched the interview of the real dude, and he got all the mannerisms right and everything, the way he was talking, how he's soft-spoken, but he was talking about so many insane things. Wow, man. Incredible. Um, so you can check that out. That's on Netflix right now, and I, oh, I implore you to check it out. It's fantastic. Another great show on Netflix before I wrap up is um, Nick Kroll's new show, Big Mouth, new animated show, Big Mouth. It's really good. And... Um, yeah, it's um, it's I was surprised of how good it was. I saw it on Netflix and I was like, oh, right, that looks weird. Like the animation, oh, that's a bit weird. I go on IMDb and I start hearing more things about it. And I'm like, oh shit. Um, I, I guess I was interested. I looked it up on IMDb and I was like, oh shit, the people attached to this. Oh, it's created by Nick Kroll. Fuck. And then I looked at the cast. And I'm like, oh my god, okay, I need to watch this now. And it's awesome. Fucking awesome. One of the best anime TV shows I've ever seen. Um. On Netflix, anyway, it's one of the best, along with F is for Family. Um, this, it's really, it's it's so fucking hilarious, but it's also a really um, interesting look that not many people are, I guess, had the balls to go into and explore. Like, it explores men's puberty, it explores women's, women puberty, um, like their period, uh, it explores stuff like that, becoming a woman, um, sexual awakenings. Um, in both genders, men and women. Um, and I, I know I said that might have been, um, uh, um, I said like both genders there, and I know I said that would cause it, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it just for the sake of the show. Um, but there is an episode where one of the main characters thinks he's gay. Um, so that was interesting to watch. But, um, it's a really, yeah, it's just interesting, as well as being fucking hilarious. And the voice acting is on point. Especially the hormone monster. The Nick Kroll plays the hormone monster. How did he get that voice? He nailed it. Oh my god. Incredible stuff. Very talented stuff. 
everyone is everyone that works in the show is extremely talented, and it's 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 fucking hilarious, but it's also very insightful and just a really interesting look at puberty because no one's really done it like that before. No one's really like. You know, you watch the shows and everything, or you watch, like, the TV, the little, um, what do you call it, the little animate, animations that you watch, like, in Sex Ed and everything, but this show just fucking balls out, goes into it, and it explores so many awkward situations and realistic, um, I guess, realistic scenarios that you'd probably be caught into, and we've all experienced this, too, and now that, like, you know, I've kind of been through it, and um, most people who watch this anyway are in the, like their early twenties, late twenties. Um, and I'm not like I'm not like kind of like minimalizing that crowd. There's probably more people that watch it, but most of my friends watching that we're in our like, early twenties. So um, very early twenties actually. <laughs> and um, we've all been through that. I was like, oh fuck yeah, that was a hard time, especially high school. Holy shit, don't want to go back. That was a hard time. Um, yeah, so. Go on there and watch that too, Big Mouth. It's easy watch. Knockout, bang. I watched, unlocked out 10 episodes in one sitting. It was easy. Um, 20, about 25 minutes long. And they're 10 episodes. And it's just fucking hilarious. Great writing. Great voice acting. Because um, you can really... What I've been noticing lately is voice acting. And how good you are at it. How good people can be at it. And how shit people are at it. And you can really tell the difference between shit voice acting. And like really cool and... Um, being talented at voice acting. And um, it's about changing your voice, really, and seeing how many characters you can really play. Because Nick Kroll plays about... Um, if, I, if I get it off, he plays about... Might as well put him by one of some viewers of puberty. Um, he plays about a lot of, a lot of people. Um, for some reason, the actual webpage won't actually see, let me see it all. But... Um, you also got John Mulaney in it too. Fred Armisen's in it. Jason Mendzukas is in it. He's fucking hilarious. Jordan Peele's in it. Um, he, uh, mate, get out. Hello. Um, and also Cam Peele. But uh, Maya Rudolph is in it. Jenny Slate. Oh, she's such a wonder. Jenny Slate. She's beautiful. Um, and then you've got like your um, you got some other voice actors that you'll you'll be surprised to hear and see, and it's really cool. Because um, there's a lot of people attached. To um to this, it's also from really small. Yeah, there's some really small um little guest performances in there that are really fucking cool. And um, it's just a really cool, really cool show, really cool animated show. One of the best animated shows on Netflix, along with *Effers for Family* and *BoJack Horseman*. And um, season four of *BoJack Horseman* wasn't as great as season three, but I still really enjoyed it. But season three is definitely the best season of *BoJack Horseman*. Hands the fuck down. And uh, if it's the family season two was another strong season, and I can't wait for season three. I hope it got renewed for season three. Did it? Let's have a look. Let's have a look at this. If it's the family season three, I listen to Bill Burr all the time, so I I should know it's been nominated for season. Uh, it's been renewed for season three. Yep, there it is, renewed for season three at Netflix June this year. Fuck yeah, nice, excellent, excellent. Um, so that's with animated shows. Um, just quickly before I finish up again, another good show I started watching on Netflix is uh, The Good Place with Kristen Bell and uh, Ted Danson. That was that's a really cool it's a really cool concept and it's like really um, the way they do it is just um, just interesting and cool. It's very funny as well. And it's created by Michael Schur who um, who uh, 
who did Parks and Rec, and um, I think he did it with someone else there. Um, Parks and Rec was like two people, wasn't it? Greg Daniels, that's right, Greg Daniels. Greg Daniels and Michael Schur. And uh, this one's just created by Michael Schur, and it's just, um, it just reminds me of that humor. It's really funny humor. Um, even though it's rated like M, it still has a few adult jokes in there that are quite cool. And um, they're subtle, they're not obvious, but there's also very obvious humor and very funny. But uh, it's a really funny show, and I watched the first season all in one sitting as well. So I think there was only 13 episodes of that, and that was really easy. And again, they also go, they also go for about 20, 25 minutes. And um, then I watched season two, and then I got about what did I get to? I got to uh, Team Cockroach, I think. The episode season two, episode three, Team Cockroach. And my Netflix stops because I had to get a new... Obviously, I'm getting a new card. So... And they had to get the money out of that account. They couldn't get the money out of the account because the card doesn't work anymore because it's fucking been stopped. So, fucking... Um, it stopped halfway through the episode. It just went, Netflix um, has stopped unexpectedly because of this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, fuck, man, I can't... I can't watch... Net and that's the shit. I can't watch Netflix until I get this new card sorted out. But, uh, you know, I've got YouTube and I've got some... I've got... I've, I can go and see movies... I'm going to see Brigsby Bear Friday night, which I'm really excited about that too. Thor Ragnarok is also out, um, I think it comes out today. Thor Ragnarok and Brigsby Bear both come out today, but I, want, I really want to see Brigsby Bear, because I heard that was a massive hit at Sundance. So, um, so I really want to see um, that on Friday, and I'll probably catch Thor Ragnarok unless something else is coming out. Unless something else is coming out um, next week that I probably want to see, I miss Good Time in Kingsman too, but I'll get them. I'll get. I'll get around to that. Uh, let's have a look. Let's have a look. What's going on here? There we go. Because um, I'm a member of like three cinemas now, so I'm a member of Dendi, uh, Hoyts, and the Ritz. But Ritz and Dendi are the cheapest ones here. So yeah, Thor Ragnarok's out today, I believe, because today's Thursday. Brisbane Bears out today. Um, I've seen Blame Runner twice. Oh, Suburbicon comes out today too. Fuck. And that's um written by the Coen Brothers and directed by George Clooney. If you didn't know. And that was on my um anticipated list too of 2017. So I need. To, oh fuck. I might say that next week. Oh shit. Oh shit. Is this Newtown? Oh shit. Oh shit. Ingrid goes west. Oh shit, I thought it wasn't coming out. You're kidding me. You're fucking kidding me. Ingrid goes west. Oh, what? I thought it wasn't coming out. Oh, okay, fuck it. I'm saying that. <laughs> I'm saying that instead. Oh shit, I had no idea. Fuck it, I'm going tomorrow night. I'm going, for, I'm going tomorrow night. I am going tomorrow night. Oh, I had no idea Ingrid goes west was out, man. Oh, I honestly thought it wasn't coming out. Get fucked. Oh, man. That's so awesome. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I honestly thought this movie wasn't coming out in Australia. I thought it was just going to come out in the Sydney Film Festival and I was going to have to catch it on Blu-ray, but... Fuck, yeah. Okay. I'm going tomorrow to see that. I'm dying to see that movie. Going tomorrow. Um, 
Oh no, I can't because I don't have my card. Oh, that fucking sucks, man. Oh, damn it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man, that sucks. Alright, I'll catch it next week, whatever. Oh, man. Oh. God damn it, Newcastle permanent. <laughs> Fuck that person that hacked me. Fuck you. Oh, dude, they're, they're all out. Brigsby Bear. Suburbicon, Unger Goes West. Holy shit, I've got some movies to watch. Alright, well, hopefully I will catch one of those ones. What I'll do is, I'll have to get some cash out. Yeah. I'll have to get some cash out and then just use cash instead. Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And see that instead. Because I want, to, I want something to talk about next week. So hopefully next week I'll be talking about Ingrid Goes West and Brigsby Bear. For next week's episode. Um, and my, and some, other ones, some other ones I must have caught. I might have caught on Blu-ray as well. Like, um... Uh, I've got Goon Last and Forces. What have I got here? And uh, Una to watch. Okay. Get those. But I want to... Um, in cinemas, I've got Brisby Bear and Ingrid's West. And Suburbicon. Fuck me. Three. I started to get the Snowman a list, uh, a miss because I was supposed to see the Snowman. And then I've been hearing all these reviews about it. I'm like, well, I'm not fucking paying money for a movie. It's going to be shit, so. And I'll watch it when I can, but, like, I'm not, I'm not paying money for it at the moment. I will pay money, all money for Ingrid Goes West. That's going to be the first movie I'll watch. Oh, fuck. I'm so happy now. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> all right, everyone. That's the end of this podcast for this week. Um, hope you learned some... Maybe you got some advice out of that from that earlier segment. Um, check out Mindhunter. Good Mouth and The Good Place on a good mouth Mindhunter Big Mouth and The Good Place on Netflix um, great, with some great shows especially Mindhunter it is fantastic um, just before I go though um, I just want to shout out to a really good friend of mine a really close friend of mine who lives in Newcastle she's currently doing this campaign uh, called Do It An Address and um, they are to um, um, if I just remember what the it was for it was to help girls get education in South Africa and Sierra Leone, I'm pretty sure. Um, um, oh, fuck, I thought I had it there. Hang on, I can just look it up on Google, fuck it. So I'll just, what I'll do is I'll just um, let you know about it first. Um, I'll try to be as quick as I can here. Okay. Here we go. So this is the charity she's doing um, doing at the moment. So um, yeah, so it's Sierra Leone and South Africa. It's a raise, so it's to raise money to help them get the education they um, need, and um, it's a really good cause. So what the goal is, you um, you wear a dress. You wear a dress, and to um, and you have a campaign on the website, and you everybody donates to that account or anybody's account to help them raise the money to get to the goal, and then that gets sent to the charity, and that helps that helps all the girls. Uh, well, hopefully, um, enough girls to um, 
get the education they need in um, those um, less fortunate countries. Um, so, so far, the whole campaign has raised 747,000 so far, which is enough to educate 2,492 girls. So that's fantastic to hear. Um, so, my friend is doing a um, doing her campaign. She's reached her goal already, but would love some more support from you guys. And um, it would make her it would make her extremely happy to um, get some more money for that campaign to raise more awareness. Um, promoting education and um, enlightening everybody about this cause and about what's been going on in these countries. So this is just to help her out, just a bit of plug for her. I will put the link in the description to her thing. If you want to donate, you can donate whatever you want to that, whatever you want, whatever you feel to it. Um, and I just know that will make her extremely happy to hear about that and to see what everybody has um, contributed. So I'll put the link in the description to that, as well as my links um, to my pages. You can check those out. Uh, my Facebook, Insta my Facebook page, my Instagram, and my Letterboxd. Um, I'll be updating my Letterbox soon, and I'll also put do it in uh, my um, good friend of mine's uh, do it in address campaign, and um, you can check that out and donate to her, guys. All right, guys, have a great weekend. I've got a rather busy weekend ahead. And hopefully next week I'll be talking about Ingrid Goes West and Brigsby Bear. But I will talk, be talking to you guys on um, Tuesday. Very sure I'll be talking to you guys on Tuesday. Especially because I've got shit to do on the weekend. That'll be good, some stuff to talk about. I'm hoping to get back into the format of doing it on Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, but it just nothing really happened that last week that I couldn't talk about on Tuesday. And there's not really a point just me sitting there going, So, uh, nothing really happened. And then that's it. It's a half for a reason. I want to talk for half an hour. So I'll be talking to you guys next Tuesday. And um, and I'll be talking, hopefully be talking about Ingrid Goes West and Brisbane Bear for Thursday. That's it, guys. Have a great weekend. And I'll talk to you on Tuesday.